Bobby Wilder, the uh, new head coach of Tennessee Tech with us. Good morning, Bobby. How are you doing? Absolutely living the dream. Fired up to be with you this morning. Well, I mean, the uh, – oh, by the way, got some business to take care of. Paul Bubb, the uh, athletic director at Western Illinois, had him on earlier. He said hello. Well, Paul Bubb, I tell you what, that's a blast from the past yeah. way back. Yeah, from the Maine. University of Maine Black Bears. <laughs> All right, Tennessee Tech, uh, why is this the fit right now for Bobby Wilder? It's a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, familiarity with the athletic director, Mark Wilson. We both graduated from the University of Maine. He was about four years behind me. Um, I had to I had to get back in his good graces because I want you to know back in 2006 in December, I finished second to Watson Brown for this job, Tennessee Tech job. And then I got the Old Dominion job February 2007. Um, obviously that worked out really good for me there being there for 13 years and 77 and 56 record, the best startup program in college football, won a bowl game. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to get back at this guy. I'm going to force him to hire me in 2023. So it had a lot to do with that. Right. The familiarity, (laughs) feeling comfortable with him. The president's committed. They're pumping about $75 million into facilities right now they already lead the league in attendance for a team that hasn't won a league championship since Watson Brown was the coach in 11 so just so many good the number two public school in Tennessee uh, academically just so many good things going on here yeah that reminds me Bobby I have the uh, I do a daily sports talk show here and Watson comes on with me every Wednesday morning at 9 25 oh that's great hey hey is he any good at golf because he wants to play me for money is he any good? Um, I'm looking at it this way. He won't play you for money unless he thinks he can win. <laughs> That's what I figured. I figured he was going to sucker me into some bet and take my money. Oh, I he can play. Austin, he can uh, play. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to get to know him. Well, really and you mentioned Mark him. and President Oldham and just everything, the facilities there. And and I was even reading, you know, your, your – uh, the the press release on your hiring there with uh, Thomas and Mike and, and the great job they do in sports information is that um, yes, you pointed out and I find it uh, East Tennessee State Chattanooga Austin P UT Martin uh, and not TSU and and now Tennessee Tech is getting on that train of all those like schools in that system statewide and, and it's no other way to say it. it's about time you know it. So, because uh, the, the state needed to be involved with this as well. I, I, I couldn't agree more. You, the, what's so unbelievable about this place, I felt it the last two weeks, is this reminds me of when I got hired at Old Dominion. There was so much excitement around the program, and, and we didn't have football at the time. I, we had to start everything. Everything was brand new. Had 26 months to do it. Uh, and the community was behind it. Well, when we started, we were sold out. We had 20,000 fans in the stadium. We had built an end zone, $30 million end zone facility with 25 suites. They were sold out. So that was a million dollars revenue before we kicked the ball in the air. I just feel that same energy level here in Cookville. That This community is awesome. Uh, they they want to win. They want a winner. It, rarely do you see a program that hasn't been winning that leads the league in attendance. That speaks so strongly about Cookville and Tennessee Tech University.
Well, it is the regional university uh, of the plateau, certainly, but also uh, a destination for a, for you know a lot of different reasons, and just the plateau alone, man. Just <laughs> you could, you know, that's why uh, what Fairfield Glades is one of the top retirement places in the, in the country, right? Uh, right. People people want to be part of, of of what's going on up there, and and, and it does. It has that. Um, and the one thing, and Paul Bubb also mentioned, like Macomb, Illinois, like UT Martin, uh, very similar college-type towns, and I mean that in the best way. Right. Right, that, and that's what you want. You want that, that college feel, that college atmosphere, uh, which we have here. Uh, we've got that ability to build around the program. We've got recruits on campus this weekend, kids that, and families that have never been to this area their first reaction was coach this is this is awesome what what a great place what a great town the campus is absolutely gorgeous and and then they see what's going on we, we took them through the locker room we have the diagrams of the of the renovation to the stadium which is going to start about two months from now where they're going to tear down the west side rebuild it all brand new facilities new locker room uh training room equipment with all the new seats for the fans and then the football operations building that we're working really hard to get to that number where they'll allow us to put a shovel in the ground. So all my tech fans out there, let's rally, let's go. That's all things that are happening here. And that got these recruits we have on campus this weekend really excited about Tennessee Tech football. Bobby Wilder, new uh, Golden Eagles coach uh, with us. All right. Uh, tell me about um, uh, Madison, Maine. <laughs> oh, Madison, Maine. My parents still live there. My dad's 85. My mom's 83. Blue-collar people. My dad's probably shoveling someone's driveway today. He's got to be out <laughs> doing something every day. He's the guy who's got the garden in the summer that knocks on your door, and he's got six fresh cucumbers for you and six fresh tomatoes, and, and he just gives them to you because that's my dad. So that's what I grew up, that area, that place, Madison, Maine. Just small, small community, but really good people and then from there I played for my home state the University of Maine was quarterback and captain and graduated as the all-time leading passer went to Boston College to get my master's and went back to Maine was there for 17 years just loved Maine loved the people and and this place Cookville this area reminds me so much of Maine where it's the kind of people that are yes sir no sir the people that hold the door for you people that that want to help you, you know, people that, that let you in the lane. If, you know, if you miss the right turn, you weren't sure where you're going, which has happened to me quite a few times down here as I'm, as I'm trying to figure things out, just really nice people. That's, that's Madison, Maine. Yeah. Even over here in Nashville, uh, as people come in, uh, we're getting more one finger salutes all the time around here. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that's a city life, right? Yeah. City life. Uh, tell me, uh, Old Dominion, I mean, what their program have been dormant, what, 70, 80, I don't know, 100 years, 70 years, I think, right? What in what got into you that you wanted to start a, 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 a program like that? Well, certainly then have success with it, you know, as, as, you, as it moved up through the pecking order of, you know, the classifications. The whole way that thing happened was back in, I mentioned 2006 when yeah. I talked to Mark and, and he hired Watson Brown and then, uh, I found out Old Dominion was starting football and they were going to join the CAA, which is the league we went into at Old Dominion with Richmond, William & Mary, James Madison, Villanova, Towson, teams that had won national championships at FCS or, or, or team like we were at Maine. We, we made deep runs into the playoffs. It was such a strong 
league. And I thought, wow, I'd, have, I'd get a chance to be a head coach. Well, what happened was I was one of about 120 that applied. And then everybody thought it was going to be some an assistant for Virginia or Virginia Tech. Well, the job didn't pay enough for those guys to leave and take on the headaches of, of starting a brand new program. Whereas I thought I'm, I'm hungry. I want to be a head coach. Give me those headaches. I'll take them. And then when I got there and realized the support, what they were putting into it, they, they hadn't played in 69 years. Well, we had a, we had an old stadium and they, they refurbished that. And then they built a $30 million football complex and just really did a first class effort. And we won right out the gate. And then like anything, like I'll need to do here, we, we hit on the quarterback. We got, uh, Taylor Heineke was our quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's now with the Atlanta Falcons. He started with the commanders the last two years. And, and we just started chucking the ball around. We did a little <laughs> bit of Mike Leach air raid, uh, you know, what, what Mike was doing at Texas tech and a little bit of rich rod out of West Virginia. He, he was a five read guy, which that's like finding a unicorn. You get a quarterback. That's a five read guy. He can process the whole field. So we just chucked it around. Uh, he had one game where he was 55 for 79 for 730 yards in a game. Uh, yeah, we were chucking it all over the place with him, and, and we won right out the gate. We were 9-2 we were and two our first year. Nobody had ever done that that first year, playing, a, playing an FCS schedule. And then we were 8-3, and three, and then, then we went to the playoffs. We were 10-3, and three, top 10. We were 11-2, and two, ranked number 6. And so we really got rolling early. And then what happened, like a lot of teams – uh, we moved up, you know, there was that seismic shift right around 2012, 13, where everybody was trying to move up and, and we won early in conference USA. We had one year, we were 10 and three, won the Bahamas bowl, but we just couldn't keep up. The, 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 the commitment was no longer equal to the expectation. Everybody expected us to win. Only now we were playing, you know, Virginia tech and Virginia and North Carolina and NC state. And it just got too hard to sustain that when, we started, we were top 10 in the country in facilities at FCS. And then when you move up, you go to the bottom 10 in the country in facilities once you're FBS and, and being able to hire staff. So it was a big run early with kids like Heineke and others we signed. And, and that's what I want to do. I was, I was happy here when Mark said, hey, we're an FCS program. That's where we are. That's where we're going to stay. And I want to build a dominant program, FCS, right here at, in Cookville at Tennessee Tech. At Coach Wilder 353 uh, on Twitter X. What's the uh, significance of 353? You get, uh, particularly this season, there's 365 days in a year. You work those 353 to get those 12 days, get those 12 game days where for four hours you're doing the thing you love the most in your life. So we're working the other 353 to make those 12 really special. Wow. Bobby, look forward to uh, following along and promoting all the things you do. You know how to get me. Mark, I uh, think the world of him is uh, hey, what he's doing up there. So uh, good luck to you. Appreciate it. Hey, hey, when you get a minute, I'd like to get you up to up to Cookville. Come check it out. Come see well, what yeah, doing. There's a lot of people. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people that owe me lunches up there, quite frankly. I got you. I got right. you covered. <laughs> all right. See you. I got you. I got some good spots for you. I uh, promise you. Uh, down in that down in that downtown area, I'm going to take good care of you. All right. See you, Bobby. Appreciate it, man.